and welcome back to another episode of the People's Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined again, as always, by Ali Bunker and Matt Bunker. Hello. Guys. Hello. How's it going? It's going all right. Not too bad. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Matt, better, than, better for me than Matt. I was going to say, Matt, Matt, you're bed-bound at the moment, right? Uh, yeah, a bit of a back issue. Bit of a back issue. What have you done? And, um, I've got sciatica. Bit uh, boring. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Matt, Matt's not been cleared to compete for a little while, but he's been cleared to join us on the podcast. Um, he did just give us a warning that if he starts slurring halfway through the, uh, the episode, then we know that his uh, drugs have kicked in. <laughs> yeah, it's the medication. Prescription drugs, not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not anything else. Not yeah, the kettle. Clarifying. Um, but yes, so... Matt may be drowsy, may not be. It's a bit of a voyage of discovery for uh, for us here this weekend. We'll see how it goes. Um, so what we wanted to do this week was um, a little bit something different, something that we've not done before. Um, this this particular episode will be a kind of a precursor to the next one coming. Um, but when we were discussing ideas for the, the podcast to kind of bring it back and freshen it up and stuff like that, we thought that perhaps having a randomizer full of random topics or wrestlers or specific shows or anything like that, we'll do the randomizer at the start of our recording, see what it ends up with, and then we'll just talk about that for the episode. So none of us know going into it what's actually what we'll be talking about. Um, but in order to do that, we need to actually populate our randomizer with stuff. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Not, um, it won't be too, too much of a long one. We'll just be rattling through some subjects that we think would be cool to talk about. And we'll chuck them in the randomizer. And then next episode will be us talking about whatever it picks out for us. So without further ado, we'll start um, chucking in some random items into the hat. Uh, we'll kind of go... Hat, obviously. Metaphorical hat, yes, obviously. Unless Matt wants to use his actual real one that he's got there. He's got more than enough. Um, so we'll go kind of, um, we'll alternate between us, um, just in case one of us maybe steals the other one's idea or whatever. So, uh, Ali, we'll, we'll begin with you. What, what ones, uh, what one do you want to start with? So, yeah, I mean, this is, um, I've got a few lined up, but, um, one of them that I wanted to, I want to be quite interested in getting your thoughts on actually, um, is the, the use of celebrities in wrestling over, um, you know, over the course of history and present day, we've seen with Bad Bunny, etc. I want to know your guys' thoughts on what are some of the most memorable, for good or bad reasons, um, celebrity interactions in wrestling. It's a good one. Yeah, I think we could. I think on about that for a while. I think the majority may be negative experiences. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just just thinking of a couple off the top of my head, trying to think of positive ones that have actually worked out quite well. It's proving quite difficult, but uh, we'll tackle there's that. There's one when... that was pretty good, but there's, there's a few. There's a few when you get that memorable, at least, rather than maybe good. But when it goes well, it tends to go quite well. Um, but yeah, when it when it goes bad, it tends to be a bit of a car crash. And not Flow Rider turning up at every Florida event. <laughs> just in general not even specifically wrestling <laughs> yeah. just there all the time yeah. um, alright so yeah I think that's a good one to start with uh, Matt what, what, what are one of the ones that you want to chuck in 
Eddie Guerrero. Nice. We don't get a chance to talk about Eddie Guerrero a lot on the podcast because we don't. Really I don't think a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people talk about how good he was or how bad he was. It depends on your opinion. If that is your opinion, you're wrong. But yeah, I'd like to talk about Eddie. Yeah, I don't think we spent a lot of time talking about Eddie on this on this podcast at all, to be honest. So I know Aiden, you were a big Eddie Guerrero fan. Yeah, I cried my eyes out when he died. Genuinely. Um watching that SmackDown episode was one of the worst experiences of my my ten year old existence at that point. Uh so yeah, that's pretty Were you ten when he died? I was ten when he died. Oh, that's made me feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> So I remember I found out through the episode of SmackDown, so I didn't know going into it. Uh, so I, I remember specifically going upstairs to grab my Game Boy charger and uh, yeah, then coming downstairs and the episode started and, and yeah, started crying my eyes out. Uh, um, but yeah, there's, there's that. I think, I think there's, that, that'd be a good one to talk about. Yeah, we don't get to talk about him a lot and there's quite a lot to get through. So yeah, I will add that in. I'll write these down as we go, but um, Ali's the, the one in control of the randomizer, so I don't know if you'll also be making a note of them. I probably um, should be, you're right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good uh, idea, I'll get a pen. I'll do it anyway, because then it saves me having to <clears throat> pay attention to it when I'm, it, when I'm editing, <laughs> so we don't miss any out. Um, okay, so we've, we've got celebrities in wrestling at Eddie Guerrero so far. One of the ones I wanted to talk about was... I think the year 1997 in general would be quite interesting to talk about, seeing the state of the product at the start of the year compared to the end of the year and all the things that happened through in between. Um, Wrestling specific- specifically, yeah. So not we're not going to be talking about like Princess Diana and Tony Blair or anything like that. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, oh, we should sort of steer away from stuff like that. Yeah. Could and be also- controversial specifically WWE or WWF at the time, because my, my WCW knowledge of the 90s is quite limited, mainly to the bad stuff, because that's all it seemed to be. <laughs> yeah. There weren't much good stuff. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll restrict it to WWF in the 1997 when we can. Um, but, yeah, I think that'd be a good... It's, it's quite a good year, in my big, opinion. Big so. year. Big, big year of change. Yeah, big year of change, big year of, I think, real quality as well. Um, so, yeah, interesting one to talk about. Uh, Matt, give us your, your second one. I'll tie it in. Uh, I would like to talk about the Montreal screw job. Speaking not of the, 97. Not, maybe not so much the event itself, because I think it's been overkilled, but the events leading up to it and the events after it and Fall out. just looking at what what could have happened and what maybe should have happened. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, there's a plethora of options with the Montreal screw job and, and I think as everyone's opinion is out there already, but it'd be it'd be good to again, I don't think it's something that we've really touched on either on, on the show. So. I was gonna say our opinions now out there. <laughs> um, so Oh, yeah, I'm sure the people are clamouring to hear what we think about something that happened 24 years ago. So we will we will give it to them should the randomizer allow it. Give them what um, they want. Exactly. 
Ali, can you give us one of your other ones? Um, yep. One of my other ones um, was best or, again, it could be most memorable, family feuds in wrestling. Um, so, you know, we've got there's a fair few options, a few standout options. Maybe we can discover some lesser known or lesser discussed ones as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, going off the theme of, of family, as we are on this podcast, um, you know, what the, what is the best wrestling family feud? I like it, I like it. There's probably um, a fair few things that we can talk about and come up with that... I mean, one stands out to me. There's a couple that stand out there. And there's about 10 McMahon ones as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, a bit McMahon-dominated that episode, yeah. potentially. Um, but I'm sure that's just how they like it. Um, it's like an episode of Raw in 2016. Uh, one of my one of my ones I thought would be interesting to talk about is the current women's roster and this, the state of it and areas of improvement, what, um, what we could do with it, um where it's perhaps going wrong what's been good about it since the kind of, in the last five six years i think the, the the kind of the state of the current women's scene in wwe could be quite a um broad topic that we could uh flesh out a bit i think we've dipped our toe into it i think, I think it's we, time, yeah. we, time we did a dive bomb and straight into it yeah because i know that matt you've got some quite strong opinions on on the women's roster so um, oh, I do. I'd, so, yeah, I'd, be I very, I'd be very interested to hear your latest opinions on Bailey, considering your opinion on her was very low when we last uh, recorded an episode specifically regarding the Four Horsemen. Yes, um, I, I, I've, I've been thinking about that um, throughout kind of 2020, um, and yeah, my my opinion of Bailey now that we've seen her in a different role is definitely. Uh, improved as to what it was when we did our four horsewomen. Get much worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I hated Bailey or anything like that. I just didn't get it. Yeah, just didn't in, get compar- it. in comparison to the rest, just uh, I didn't quite stack up. The rest being the other three horsewomen, uh, didn't quite stack up. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that should the randomizer uh, allow it. Uh-huh. Um, okay, one of the I'll pick another one of mine, and then we'll go back to you to kind of mixing it up. One of the other ones I wanted to talk about, which is um, what one of the reasons why I'm throwing this in is because I want to I want to delve deeper into this for both for Ali and my sake, but also the the viewers' sake. I want to talk about The Rock. <laughs> go through his entire career, both. Matt pre-hating him and also post-hating him. Because um, <laughs> hey, believe it or not, there was a time when Matt didn't hate The Rock. There was a time, it, I will admit. Exactly, and this is this is why I want to add, add The Rock to our randomizer. Um, and That's going to be a bleak Matt, show. I, I want your... Uh, I want Matt your, feel that week. <laughs> yeah. I, I want your week I'm taking full off. investment. I want your full investment for that episode, Matt, when you're on your... You're honest and authentic self. Um, I don't want that authentic self. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want you to be sitting there sulking for the first half hour while we talk about The Rock pre-2013. 
But yeah, so I think that that could be quite fun, I think. And it will also give perhaps some viewers who don't know um, uh, an insight into why Matt is one of the, the Rock's only <laughs> small number of, of haters in the world. Now, you say that, but I think there's more out there that don't like him. Oh, yeah, I imagine there's a yeah, few that have to come out. I just, yeah, I just, I personally don't get it myself. Um, so yeah, we'll add the rock into the the randomizer. And Ali, what's one? How many topics have you got to to bring? I've I've brought six. To I've got table. five. I mean, I could probably think of a few more off the top of my head as well. As long as someone else says <laughs> I did buy. I did bring six, but one of them has already been. Matt said one of mine, so I've only really got five. <laughs> I've got um, six. My sort of next proposed um, topic would be the possibility of a UK big four pay-per-view and what are the options should WWE ever decide to go down that route? Like it. I like it the world. Yeah, I would definitely like to see that happen. And I'd like to go to it. Uh, <laughs> should we um, be allowed to go to anything with more than six people in the room ever again? Um, but we shall, we shall see. Um, Fucking COVID. <clears throat> global bastard. Uh, speaking of global bastards, Matt, what, what have you got? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, go on. I'll go to this one now. Um, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> What a segue. That was a what a segue. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I think there's the the opinion of Hulk Hogan in the last five years or so definitely evolved in the wider wrestling community. Um I think we could have a pretty good discussion about his time, I guess, in ring as main mainly in WWF and then his time outside of the ring. Well, maybe it's not gone quite as well, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a good one because we again we don't get to talk about him currently. Um, so one 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 of the current things I did want to put in our randomizer was NXT as a whole. Talk about the brand not just as it is now, but the kind of progression um, since it really started. Um, started out and then became kind of a third brand and um similar to the women's division where it's perhaps going wrong what's good about it why it stands out from wwe's main products i think that could be a pretty pretty interesting topic and then yeah, we could just probably the the best best call-ups and the ones that really fell flat on their face and stuff like that mm, pretty much all of them <laughs> Vince is not an NXT guy. Is it any fault of their own? Like things have been done different. Obviously, that we don't know the insides and outs, but you know, interesting stuff. I think. Um, Matt, give us another one of yours. We're starting to flesh it out now. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've still got one, two, three. I've still got four. So I'm going to go with the one I've just remembered. Uh, tag team wrestling. I know this is one that you've wanted to talk about for a while. Mm. Tag team wrestling, just in general, because yeah, it definitely isn't a 
priority, we'll say, in, uh, in WWE's programming, especially at, at the moment. Um, but yeah, when it's when it's good, it can be really fucking good. Um, so yeah, tag team wrestling. I think we can flesh that out for an entire episode. Um, right, Ali, give us another one of yours. Um, one of the I'm just trying to see which one fits best. I think in terms of um, actual wrestlers rather than topics for this one, I wanted to talk about someone who probably divides a bit of opinion, but I think the the general opinion is someone who's entirely being underused. I want to talk about Ricochet. I think he I think he garners a bit of debate, especially due to his style and the modern style of wrestling. Um, I think there are those who think he should be more utilised than he is. I think those who think he's in the um, exact place that he should be. So, ricochet for me. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think that could kind of open up a um, a wider conversation, like you said, about the style of wrestling and um, perhaps some of the kind of the clips that have gone viral over the years. Flippy shit. To... Yeah. <laughs> the hashtag flippy shit. Um the match between Vader and Will Ospreay. I don't know if that did that actually happen. I think it did. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that, I think we can have an episode on Ricochet. I've got a lot to say about Ricochet. I know that much. Because um, I bloody love the guy. But anyway, um, Ricochet has the potential, if they use him right, to potentially be a legend. Who knows? One of the things I wanted to talk about would be bringing back legends in their prime into the current product and how you would how you'd mesh them in, who you'd want to see them go up against and stuff like that. I think that as a, as a fantasy episode, we could probably come up with some pretty good shit. Even like a pay-per-view card of just... Legend versus, Legends versus new. They could be, they could be dead. They could be alive. They could still be wrestling or, or what. But um, yeah, I think a, a fantasy card or or something along those lines would be pretty sweet. I'll uh, add that to the docket. Um, Ali, give us another one of yours if you've got any. Yep. Um, my next one I wanted to go with was. Favorite WrestleMania sleeper matches. So these are matches that aren't necessarily main events, especially not main events, but are you know perhaps widely spoken of as great matches. But um, I can think of a few examples of matches which um, you know almost stole the show at WrestleManias. Even if they didn't, they were still great matches in isolation. So um, yeah, WrestleMania sleeper matches. Eh? When you said WrestleMania sleeper matches, I thought it was going to be all the matches that you've fallen asleep to during WrestleMania. <laughs> that would just be a very short short topic of discussion. Do you remember when um, I was really excited for Sami Zayn versus Jinsuke Nakamura and I fell asleep during the entrances and I woke up <laughs> after the pinfall? Yeah. Uh, what great. a match. What a match. <laughs> and at no point, despite being two yards away from me on the sofa, did Ali wake me up. I was engrossed in the match. <laughs> Literally, he could have woken you up after about two minutes and gone, this is going to be a classic. <laughs> I just, I woke up like um, as Sammy was kind of sitting in the ring 
and the crowd started to kind of rise and give him a massive ovation and stuff. And I was like, oh, for five, I missed <laughs> I think I fell asleep, like, either during his entrance or in, like, the build-up to Nakamura's. But I literally missed the entire match. Fucking bollocks. Um, I wasn't too, like, I was like, oh, this is going to be all right. And I was watching it like, this is amazing. This is, like, one of the best <laughs> matches I've seen in years. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've seen it since, luckily enough. It goes um, down as one of my favourite matches of all time. Yeah, definitely. Very I need to watch that actually actually. Watch it again. Been a while. Been a minute. Um But yeah, that that was a, a bad time for me. I watched literally the entire rest of the show. I just missed the best the best match. Um, I can't even remember any of the rest of that show. <laughs> I think Finn Pala versus Samoa Joe, was it? Yeah. There was a NXT tag title match. The game of Jordan and the uh the revival. And Bailey and and uh Asuka. Nice. Pretty good show. Um, yeah, when you think about it. Um so yeah, that those all I've I've now run out of my um ones I've written down. I don't know if you you guys have got any other ones that you've written down. Well, I've got three more, but I may put two into the same category. Go for it. Go on. Well, I had TLC and Buried Alive, but I may just go with gimmick matches. Uh-huh. Okay. We, we have done a gimmick match special in the past. I think we did two episodes on kind of various different matches and talked about ones that we remembered best and ones that were really good and kind of put the matches on the map but you maybe explore it a bit deeper to speak about ones maybe that we didn't um you know aren't maybe spoken about as much maybe even some less positive experiences on things like uh Punjabi prison boiler room brawl hey classic classic i loved it yeah because we only we only spoke about i think uh like seven or eight and it was kind of hell in a cell the, the best and our, our favourite gimmick matches. We didn't really go through perhaps some of the ones that weren't quite as successful um, or have um, not caught on the, the way that others have. So, yeah, I think we could uh, do a pretty decent episode on gimmick matches. Um, what was the other um, other ones that you got on your, on your list? Mick Foley. All right, Mick Foley. Basically, what I wanted to say is, and this could be really, really con controversial would he been as good if he didn't do the crazy shit that he's known for or even if take out hell in a cell is he the same person that's worthy of debate i mean i think um that could be the intro line the tagline going into the episode i think things like hell in a cell certainly put him on the map but yeah you're right like was that is that what he's remembered for mostly more than anything else? And you know, should he be? I think there's there's plenty else in his career that he could probably speak of that deserves just as much attention. So. And it would have also been interesting to see, perhaps, because that Helen and Cell match definitely did a number on him. Um, would be interesting to see how his career post Cell had panned out if he had escaped injury free or if the match didn't quite go down the way it did. 
Um, or if we just stopped is. out doing them after that one, <laughs> might yeah. help. Yeah, that there's also an option, but um, I don't think that there's an option that he ever would have realistically taken up. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I love me some Foley, uh, especially promos. He's always been one of my favourite promo guys. So uh, yeah, I'd be. And I can remember uh, being Batman. pretty scared shitless of him when he first came in. As yeah, the, the the re noises that he used to make. <laughs> used to fucking terrify me. Like and the pulling pig. his hair out and yeah, just... you can't you can't um, can't say he wasn't committed to his his gimmick. Just walking around with patches of hair missing all the time. You could you could you could argue that perhaps he wasn't committed to his gimmick because um, that he ended up with loads of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and oh. his worst one was the one he liked the most yeah I didn't hurt him as much <laughs> yeah probably didn't have to fall off cells he could just do some boogieing um, which I guess is I, I don't blame him <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah do it. we could do an episode on Mick Foley um, Ali have you got any others written down or are you, you yeah, explore, um, exploring the brain Got a couple. Um, one of mine, I think I like this one, um, would be wrestling room 101. So, thing we did this that. for a little while. So didn't we? fucking many. <laughs> quite quite early on in our show, we had a we, we had a little segment on it, but I think we should we should bring that one back. Do a whole show. I'm more than happy to. Yeah, I've got a fucking a, lot. You're not, you're not allowed to put Brooklyn in uh, <laughs> in room 101. <laughs> Brooklyn Beckham. Oh, I've got WrestleMania. Wrestling 101. Um, I reckon we could do probably about two shows on that. (laughs) Yeah, there's so much that pisses me off about wrestling. (laughs) 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 I don't know why. And I think, just off the top of my head, and I think we'll all agree with this, just now, I'm putting in the green-shirted guy. Mm. He can fuck off. Even though we haven't seen him for months, I guarantee the first show back he'll be there. Yeah, and he just pisses me off. Just wear a different yeah. shirt, you fucking idiot. If you, yeah, if you weren't purposely trying to be a gimmick or recognisable, you wouldn't wear the same thing, the exact same thing, and sit in the exact same seat for And then say you have different ones. years on it. You don't. It's the same fucking T-shirt, you smelly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he has the same, uh, like the same T-shirt a few, time, um, few times over, probably doesn't have the same hat. Like, it's same multiple of the same hat. So that hat definitely, definitely got a bit of a, a stench going on. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you know room I'm, really, I'm really disappointed because when we came back, I was like, I really want to do a show about Yokozuna, and then the fucking WWE brought that documentary <laughs> out. I was like, fuck's sake, I heard good, it's I very good, it, yeah. Actually, I forgot about it. Yeah, it's good, it's a series, isn't it? An icon series, it's yeah. Interesting to see what else they what um, other ones they uh, do. British Bulldog's going to be on there. Might be interesting. 
I think it was quite upsetting, and I didn't realise how young he was when he died. Yeah, it's hard to, hard to picture him being that young, but I can't. Is he 33? Yeah. Something like that, so just almost the same age as me. Too young, too young to die. But also, yeah, he was a very large man. He was. It was interesting He's... to hear the lengths, the lengths that people and WWE went to to try and help as well. Um, I didn't know, obviously, all about that stuff. I did like the Mark Henry. We used to have to go and get him chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark was like, I couldn't say anything. I was eating half a bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being able to just order around legitimately the world's strongest man. <laughs> he said like, uh, for a long time, all he was was Yokozuna's go-to guy. It was like, Yoko just used to say, go get me chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get friend to sit on you otherwise. <laughs> One thing I never do was the, you know, the contract signing for WrestleMania 9. Um, they had to do that twice because Brett got legitimately injured by Yoko when he sat on him. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy that he actually did genuinely like, fuck up? No. I've seen Apparently a couple I've seen a couple clips of him sitting on like he does the bonsai drop and it like you can tell he's like just crushed someone's sternum. <laughs> like it's so much force. I think he disrespected someone backstage. And I don't know where I saw this, but Yokozuna was like, Don't worry, I've got this. And literally just smashed him, like straight off the bonsai drop, and just, and then um, the referees were like, "No, no, stop!" And he was like, "No, I'm doing another one." <laughs> so just went up and did it again. Very dangerous. <laughs> it's it's the kind of move and area and weight that you don't want coming down on your chest. <laughs> so to have it multiple times, legit, is uh very dangerous. <laughs> Uh, and again, yeah. till about ten years ago, didn't realise he was Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I, I, I bought into that gimmick. I bought into it. One hundred percent. Like it's so obvious now when you know. Yeah, when you look that, at him, you're like, oh yeah, he's definitely Samoan. Doesn't Japanese at all, but he said yeah. bonsai a lot. I'm sure he did. <laughs> He had Mr. Fuji as a manager, therefore, basically Japanese, right? Well, I um, actually watched, and this is going to sound really, why did I do it? I actually went back and watched WrestleMania 9 the other day. All of it? Pff, all of it. Must have been those, those meds. <laughs> yeah, those meds had kicked in. He hallucinated that there was this naked, hairy man came out to the ring and had a match. <laughs> How I'm not, that that match is so bad. The event is pretty terrible. Yeah, even even the best, even bad. the better matches. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> the Shawn Michaels to Tunker match is probably the best match. I thought I was interested to hear because you know how Brett takes everything seriously with WrestleMania Nine. He he was talking in the Yoko documentary, wasn't he? That the the um, first part of the match was pretty good and actually watching it back it, it was alright um, but then Yoko just went straight from part A to 
like part D. <laughs> it's yeah. just like that. He it's literally so was like, I'm tired and we need to go to finish. Yeah. And they went to finish too quick. And Mr. Mr. Fuji didn't wasn't. know what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't in place to throw the, uh, the stand in his eyes. But yeah, it was a bit, think, of, a bit of a mess for a WrestleMania main event. I think um, the, the Shawn Michaels and Tatanka match was always going to be a good match when you've got one of the, the greatest of all time, uh, someone who could have a great match of anyone, and also Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I like the oh, did that, did that. Didn't, it, didn't it end in a uh, count-out? Yeah, because they were um, protecting Tatanka's unbeaten record. Ah, uh, yes, they were. But if you watch the funniest, the funniest thing, um, watch Undertaker as he comes out with that vulture. It starts to go mental at the end. Like, and Undertaker's like, um... Should we do a WrestleMania 9? <laughs> we should. We should do a WrestleMania 9. Well, talking about it, it's just giving me an idea of one that I've just written down. Undertaker's streak. Oh, I was there for the last time he actually won at WrestleMania, just to put that out there. As part of the streak. Yeah, yeah he won obviously. No one, no one cares about it after it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should not have been a thing after. Um, yeah, I think we could talk about like perhaps um, some of the better matches. Should, should like, it have been in- broken? Yeah, like, should it have been broken earlier? Should it have been broken at all? Um, yeah, should he have wrestled after it was broken, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, that gives us 18. We I mean, we could... two more out of the air, gets 20, I think. That's quite a, quite well, a broad selection. I think we could do two episodes, one on the streak and one on the Undertaker. Could do. There'd be a lot to get through. Undertaker's career. Um, on similar terms I thought perhaps one that again someone that we don't necessarily talk about too much um, mainly because of time time scales where we currently are um, John Cena big star John Cena's career John Life and Times Jonathan Cena <laughs> yeah I think um, divides opinion I think because there's polarising superstar in WWE history apparently all right, Michael Cole. Um, since we <laughs> since we started the podcast, um, scene has kind of wound down, hasn't he? And he's only really had a handful of kind of at least high profile matches. So yeah, we we as a podcast missed out the bulk of his career. So yeah, I think it'd be good to go back and talk about Cena like that. Like, is some of the hate he gets warranted? Um, I think it'd be interesting to discuss. Is that hate still there? I feel like there's probably for all of us been times where we've been sick of Cena, you know, seen enough and all that kind of jazz. But um, is that hate actually, like a little bit like it did with Kurt Angle, is the hate actually respect? Yeah, it'd be, I think it'd be one of those situations where you, you, um, you only appreciate it once it's gone. Or not like not everyone, but you know, I also feel we could do an episode on announcers. Announcers, as in commentators, commentators, announcers, backstage interviewers. Yeah, I'll do an episode on Renee. 
<laughs> I bet you would. But we'll do it. We'll call them broadcasters. Because I think I, I honestly think we've all got an opinion on who our favourites are. Who? Mike Adamley. Mm. What a man! I saw a thing the other day about bringing oh, who was Todd Pettigale back. There was a, a, an online survey to bring him back. Is <laughs> that one of those things where when he reaches a certain amount of signatures, it has to be discussed in Parliament? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All in favour, say aye. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's, he's um, done a couple of things, especially in the last couple of years, hasn't he? I can't remember what it was him or, um, was it Tom, Tony Mooney? Is that what his name is? What's his name? The Mooney guy. Tom? Tom Mooney? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But um, he, well, I can't remember if it was him or Todd Pengill who did the In Your House promo video for NXT. I think, uh, yeah. It was Todd Pengill, I think. Was it? Yeah, because he was yeah. also on the Edge and Christian show as well. Did a whole episode about how he lost his trousers. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's popped up a few times on a few things on the network over the last couple of years. Um, so he's obviously still on good terms with them, um, and he's got some kind of working relationship. So I never yeah, knew why they got rid of him. He was Mooney. actually quite good. Sean Mooney. I think Todd Bettingill just went on to uh, bigger and better things. Did he? WCW. Hetton Gill. He's now You've got to be concerned if I've mixed up my, uh, my announcers now. Is that what he is? 54? Yeah, 54, yeah. He was very young. He was with WWE from 93 to 97. And he had an incredible hairstyle after some of those years. Very long at the back. Very long at the back. <laughs> I can always remember him at Survivor Series wearing his cowboy hat. Uh, yes. 1994. We don't talk about Survivor Series 94. Why? Is that not there, the uh, traumatic Bob Backlund Bret Hart experience? Oh, yeah, that is a bad, bad, bad times. And also Doink the Clown versus Cherry <laughs> the King and all the, the uh, small people. Very politically correct. <laughs> um, right, so small people, but quite large list. Twenty-one. Hey. Thank you. Twenty-one options we've got there. Um, so what we'll do, Ali, is I'll, after this, I'll text you the list, and then you can put them into a randomizer because I can't be bothered. Um, okay. And then, yeah, next week we'll um, we we don't do this every week, but next week we'll run the randomizer. We'll see what it comes out with. We'll see if we can flesh it out for a full episode. If maybe we only get a 10, 15 minute discussion out of it, we'll just run it again. See what happens. Even do a couple of them. Yeah. Are we not going to uh, talk about NXT next week? As they've got a show this Sunday. Um, Vengeance Day. Any need for the day? Vengeance Day, yeah. I guess it's meant to be a play on V-Day, but yeah. Um, we can do an episode on, on NXT if, if, if you're up for it. I mean, I've got to watch the event first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, 
I'm available if we want to do it in the week. So this is how we do things in the PWP. We don't do much planning. We just <laughs> we go we go with the flow. Yeah, we well, just, uh, we're all on lockdown, so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing anything else with my time in the evenings. So, uh, I mean, the only yeah. day I am not free is Tuesday. That's because no, I'm watching do Tuesday. Then. Do Tuesday if you really want to. All right, we'll uh, we'll come up with something. We might do two episodes. We'll do an NXT one and then a uh, a randomizer one. And yeah, with the randomizer, we'll drop it in every now and then, perhaps once a month, twice a month. Who knows? Depends on if we're running low on subjects to talk about. Can't <laughs> be bothered to think of something to speak about. Yeah, if, if we're in one of our lazy days. Um, so yeah, hopefully it produces some fun conversations, some interesting and thought-provoking conversations. And hopefully it's um, stuff that you might enjoy as well. Um, if not, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> no. Yes. We're trying our best. Always endearing himself to the fact. <laughs> um, what I might do is I might tweet out a couple of the uh, the options that we've got and see you can try and kind of um, gauge what ones perhaps might be most interesting to people. But um, as I say, we've not got any control over what comes out of the randomizer. So, uh, And I also think we should do a little bit of fishing on Twitter and see if we can get some questions from the public. The PW peeps. The peepers. Exactly. <laughs> the, peep- the peepers. <laughs> oh, God. That's a horrible nickname. <laughs> it's like when Tess started calling his fans testicles. <laughs> oh, the attitude era. Yeah. What an era. Yes, what an era. Well, what a potential few episodes we've got in store for you all with this randomizer. I'm quite excited for it because I think it's going to be quite good. So make sure to join us for whenever we decide to do it. It might be the next episode. It might not, depending if we do NXT or not. So, yes, like I said, make sure to join us next time. Make sure to also follow us on Twitter at the underscore PWP. Uh, also on Instagram at the underscore PWP. Um, find me on twitter at aiden bunker that's a-i-d-a-n because it gets spelled wrong all the time <laughs> ali what's your uh, what's ali, bunker 88. ali bunker 88 and matt can you at the bear and bumby the bear well, and bumby and at the minute i'm really trying to wind that guy up who's uh after alexa bliss i'm really <laughs> trying to get a response out of him yeah <laughs> Yeah, the uh, I remember the photo of you and Alex Bliss uh, actor. I could, I didn't <laughs> even think of that. Oh my god, oh. <laughs> he'll go mad that I've touched her. <laughs> he touched his wife appropriately, yes, um, with consent. It was above the waist. <laughs> oh no, I can't do that. Oh my god, um, and I paid for it around the um, waist. <laughs> um, <laughs> I waited in line. <laughs> anyway let's just um, move on before we end up with any lawsuits um yes like i said we'll uh we'll let you know when the randomizer episode is coming make sure to tune in uh watch us on youtube you find us on youtube at the pwp as well um or people's wrestling podcast however you want to type it in uh, um, the, at yes. the people's wrestling podcast because it's quite hard to find at the pwp oh is it well because some swines go, have got God, PWP in their fucking names. Yeah, who'd have thought it, huh? But, um, but anyway, yes. Like I said, make sure to join us next time. 
and we will hopefully see you soon.